0: What's going on, y'all? Welcome back to another special di- the special edition episode of that dynamite review show on the Technology News Talk. And with me, as always, my co-host Leland. What's up, bro?
1: What is good, everybody? We got a lot to cover from tonight, last night's show.
0: Yeah, and speaking of a lot to cover the the big reveal that Tony Khan has uh, has revealed now. It's no me, this is the first time, I think this is the first time he ever been on television because no, most of the time he'd never be on television uh, most of the time. So this is the first time because it's a big, huge deal. and and that huge deal is that TK
1: bought Ring of Honor That is right, a e w and Ring of Honor, two separate companies. Both ran and owned now by the same man, Tony Khan, the GOAT of professional wrestling right now. Man, they said it, they said that he might have spent like anywhere between 30 and 40 million dollars for Ring of Honor. Do you think that was you think Ring of Honor was worth 30 to 40 million dollars? I mean, uh
0: for, for them to collaborate, the way I see it, I can see Ring of Honor being um AEW's version of SmackDown. Even though uh, AEW has Rampage, uh, but but still, just just to have Ring of Honor uh, in, in Tony Khan's collection, this will be like a um, how do I put it this way? Because you have it because Tony Khan has a lot of talent. You know what I'm saying? Because a, a lot of a lot of the times you can't put everybody on a Dynamite on a Rampage, and you see most of everybody on dark. So this is kind of give everyone a chance to shine, and because um. I think Ring of Honor has a big show coming up uh, in uh, WrestleMania week. So this gives Ring of Honor an opportunity to shine and also give like AEW wrestlers to shine in Ring of Honor as well. So that's my uh, thoughts and opinion about it. And to be
1: 100%, now when I hear there's a big Ring of Honor show coming up, I want to see it because I know Tony Khan is connected to it and he's been uh, you know, killing it with AEW. Not everything is great, but you got to say this company has come a long way in the last three years. And now they have a sister company, a Ring of Honor. And again, that's like one of the things we've been talking about. They need more time. They need more places for this talent to shine because they got so much talent. Now, a lot of people are saying, will Ring of Honor be the developmental? for AEW, which is interesting because Ring of Honor really has been a developmental kind of company for a lot of the big stars that we see today and a lot of different promotions. So this is uh going to change the landscape a little bit, you know? Now, Tony Khan owns the company where the Briscoes have made, you know, a legendary status for themselves. I mean, come on, man. The I, the, the possibilities are endless. How does Cody Rhodes play a part in all of this? I remember your... your uh, your prediction was that Cody Rhodes is going to come out saying that he's the manager or owner or whatever of Ring of Honor. So, I mean, how does he play a part? It, it's so much to watch. Thank you, Tony Khan, for making wrestling interested not only in the show but everything that's outside of the show and the stuff we get to talk about. And I look forward to see where he takes Ring of Honor next.
0: Uh, speaking of when you say Cody Rhodes, uh, um, the way I see it, if Cody comes back, I well, to be fair. Tony Khan can own a ring of honor, but let's say Cody Rose has control over Ring of Honor because I um you have TK, you have the um the Young butts that are in creative control and I'm an AEW, but but uh to have Cody Rhodes have be the creative control of ring of honor because I because I have many predictions. Maybe Ring of Honor could do um the invasion that we wanted that we wanted to get that um even though the the WWE well it was once WWF uh WCW ECW invasion was good but it wasn't uh, all that good but maybe we could get a better uh, a better invasion storyline if they go that route with ring of honor coming into AEW.
1: Yeah, definitely some invade. I think everyone is looking forward to an invasion storyline coming in. Some Ring of Honor, uh, Ring of Honor legends, uh, you know, going against AEW, uh, you know, the core team right now. And you know, I kind of saw a little bit of that last night. Uh, I know, I know, I don't, I don't want to jump into it, but Top Flight when they came in, or just say Dante Martin in particular when I came when he came out and just had his AEW video. And I'm like, oh, like, can we see little seeds of an AEW kind of crew versus a Ring of Honor kind of crew?
0: Yeah. And uh, we'll get to those in a second. But uh, the last thing I want to mention where we're Ring of Honor now that Tony Khan has uh, um, everything, every content library, a Ring of Honor. Can we, because uh, I know they're being talks of AEW getting their own streaming service. Or making a deal with um, with HBO Max because um, with that, if they if they decide to make it, uh, I I've been hearing a lot of deal, a lot of rumors, and it looks like the deal could be happening. So if AEW makes a deal with with, uh, with HBO Max, then we can have a section with um, with everything at AEW from the past pay-per-views and shows and everything, but also with everything a ring of honor as well. And maybe uh, so far later on, maybe we can have a like the live version of every upcoming pay-per-views and all that stuff. But, I mean, the possibility of answers. So do you see AEW uh, coming to, to, to HBO Max?
1: 100%. We've been hearing about this rumor for a minute. And Tony Khan even said, even with all the content that they put out, it's still not enough for like a full streaming service. I mean, the only standard streaming service we kind of get to look at was the former WWE Network, uh, which a lot of people love. I hate that they changed it, um, but even TNA had their own little network for a second. Impact had their, you know, TNA Impact had their kind of uh, library streaming for a second to different parties. So to have an AEW network and where you can go watch, you know, 20 years worth of Ring of Honor. Um, content. I mean, come on, man. Like, you know, the the hardcore wrestling fan, which Tony Khan caters to, will definitely jump on that network just to watch some matches that they probably heard about over the years, they never got a chance to see, or those Ring of Honor fanboys who want to relive some of their favorite matches. So I think having them on HBO Max is a perfect platform for them. There's some synergy there because you have Time Warner, they're all working together with TNT and TBS and HBO. So I think uh, that's the only way to go with that. I think that's the only way you make that $30, $40 million investment really worth it. because when those, those monthly subscriptions start rolling in, the plan, when it came together.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Plus um, everything you got on HBO Mad, Blockbuster movies and shows and everything. So uh, uh, the, like I said, the possibility of endless with AEW, Ring of Honor content going to HBO Max that would get every um but plus uh, oh, some of I, I know I know I got HBO Max uh, specifically and no uh, and no uh, but, but but those um wrestling fans that watch AEW or Ring of Order, that would get more people excited to to purchase HBO Max and plus uh, you got everything else that you want to watch on there uh, on there so like I said the possibility of endless but um was that the way you can see uh Well, what's gonna happen between now and then? But um, as far as last night, Dynamite show. This is the go home show before uh, Revolution. They was in Jacksonville tonight, and um, then they'll be heading down to Orlando for the um, for uh, for Rampage uh, on Friday. A live music concert show, uh, probably playing all the wrestlers' theme uh, music on that Saturday. And then, of course, we have Revolution on Sunday. So, how you how excited are you for, for Revolution? Trigger, uh, I didn't
1: even know about the live music show. What is that about?
0: Yeah, it's like a um, it's like a concert. If you go to the um to, to the AEW's page with the real Revolution weekend thing, they have because okay. like, they said something on Saturday, but I didn't know what detail was going to be. But I found out that the, what what was the detail was. So they're going to have a live music concert. Uh, uh, showing uh, all the Pacific uh, Wrestlers theme songs on there just to kind of get everybody excited uh, for it. So uh, yeah, that's what that's what Saturday night is gonna be. Saturday. Okay,
1: cool. I look forward to that. I'm glad you told me that.
0: Yeah. So so tonight was the go home show for, uh, for 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 Revolution. Everything was hyping up, and let me just say this: Revolution is putting WrestleMania to shame. <laughs> We
1: don't talk about the E on this show. Yeah, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. You know it's and, true. You, you know, I'm a, I, you know let WWE do what WWE do and let them cater to their fan base of, you know, uh, elderly, elderly people and young kids and, um, everyone, and everyone in between. And, uh, uh, yeah, I like how uh, Revolution is stacking up, though.
0: Yeah. Speaking of Revolution and also Ring of Honor, um one of the um well one man one guy had just been inducted to the ring of honor hall of fame and that's brian danielson went up against a, a former ring of honor um uh member as well he had classic battles with with christopher daniels he made his aw debut tonight that was the start of the show and um if you have not watched their previous uh ring of Honor uh matchup that they had. I would suggest you guys to uh, go go check that out, and uh, that on was awesome
1: AED, on the aew channel on HBO Max. <laughs> uh, that
0: will well, be uh, soon to come. That will be in the future, but um you guys can find it somewhere online uh, for for that particular match but um um other than that <clears throat> going into the to the end of the match uh, in, in the corner, Daniels went for another uh Cocoa slam, but Danielson stopped it. Danielson went for the top rope Frankensteiner. But Danielson shrugged it off. Daniel turned into a dive into a U-Guard. But Daniel counted into the best movesaw, into a triangle sleeper. And that was the end for submission, and that was the end of it. So after the match, Danielson said that it will be a tradition to shake someone's hand before and after the match. But he is not in Ring of Honor. He is in AEW. And he continuously kicked Daniel's head in. And a Revolution, he said he will stomp Mossy's head in. And then before you know him, Mosley came out and said, Danielson is the best ever. He could either get his head kicked in on Sunday or face an oblivion. Or he could walk in the path of fire through Danielson and beat the American Dragon. The story of John Mosley uh, was written there, and the first chapter will be written in blood. So, I think this match in particular is going to be the match of the night.
1: I think so. I mean, yeah, I mean, it definitely has the the, the, the potential to be a match of the night. I and mean, you got two great performers in these two guys. Um, I think, uh, I think, I think this is first off, just to go back, what do you think about uh, Danielson's new finisher, this triangle sleeper with the? The muscle man pose at the end. I mean, he's beginning the job done. It has, it has. It's so cocky, it's so arrogant to, to do that muscle man pose, and that's such a different side of uh, you know, the the, the man that we know as uh, Daniel Bryan. You know, such a different character, such a different way to kind of to, to, to do this because we're not used to seeing him be this kind of arrogant. But now, you know, the, the 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 cage is lifted and this this animal is uh, upon us as uh, 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 Brian Danielson. And I think with him and Moxley, uh, um, I don't know about matching tonight, but I definitely think it's going to be uh, a top contender for sure.
0: Yeah, mo- most definitely top of contender. But that's just my prediction. Probably going to be a match tonight, but um, maybe the other matches might kill it. But we'll see how, how how that goes. But um um at the, night, night,
1: the match of the night is going to be whatever match Jade is. You
0: know? Oh look, <laughs> let's move on. Let's move on. kill killer before I so backstage with Steen and Darby Allen. Steen said there will be repercussions, or for anyone that tries getting involved in the upcoming Triple Threat TNT Championship match or Rampage. But Steen said uh he's yeah he's not worried uh even darby allen said he didn't need anyone's help when he won the tnt uh, championship he said on sunday he and sammy Guevara are going to be teaming up no matter what they'll have each other's back but on rampage for the tnt championship it's showtime it's show so this is kind of weird i know i've been saying uh, for that triple threat match with darby allen uh, Sammy Guevara and I draw it to have a revolution, but I'm fine with uh, on Rampage. I'm fine with it.
1: I'm fine with it. Yeah, because you know, like something can happen because it's a triple threat that you know something gets screwed up or something like that. And then they add it to Revolution. And it seems like an exciting rematch, you know. Um, but it's going to be interesting to see kind of where they put uh, Sammy at. For a revolution, because right now he doesn't have a match for a revolution, right? Yeah, he does. He he
0: he's teaming with um Sting. Oh and yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, the Sting and Okay, gotcha. So I see what you're saying. Like instead, why not that be a revolution, and why not the tag team match be on the page?
0: Yeah, it's uh, kind of weird, but it is what it is. But um, uh we go into the casino tag team battle royale to for, determine the final entrant in that triple threat the tag team championship match at Revolution. So <clears throat> FTR and Top Flight was the first two uh, to enter. So everything was back and forth. So the final three teams were FTR, Top Flight, and the Young Bucks. Cash avoided Dante's double springboard movesault, but Dante turned into a power attempt into a hurricanrana, eliminating both. A distraction from Red Dragon, allowed the Bucs to eliminate uh, Hardwood and NTL by extension. Darius Martin fought off with both Bucks and had a nice fury of offense, but was overwhelmed by the numbers advantage. He nearly eliminated Nick, where Brandon Cutler saved him. However, Darius then sent Matt onto Nick, eliminating the, the later. Matt and Darius had a really intense battle for the final el- elimination as they trade strikes on the apron. But Matt eventually hit a low blow and a super kick to eliminate him and for the win. So after the match, the Bucks and, and, and the Red Dragon celebrated before Jungle Boy and and Christian Cage appear on the ramp. So there you have it. You have Jungle J- Jurassic Express versus the Red Dragon versus the Young Bucks in the Triple Threat for the tag team titles. For
1: the tag team titles. Yeah, and that's kind of where we thought this was going to end up being. Um, great to see Darius of Top Flight back, you know. I think uh, they kept putting um, Dante kind of in all these different odd storylines and just kind of floating them around the mid-card. And I think now that he's back with his brother, um, it's going to be great to see them start to try to climb up to get those belts from whoever has them. And they make a great baby face team. Um, so if you put them against any of the two hill teams that just won those spots, they'll make great competitors for them.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And uh, <clears throat> this is going to be interesting uh, in that in that in that tag team title match. So who's going to turn on who when it comes to Red Dragon and the Red Butts? Who's going to turn
1: on? I think uh, Red Dragon first. I think it's going to be one of those things where they keep trying to hit each other, but they don't hit each other, or they almost keep trying to hit each other. Um, but I think definitely Red Dragon might be the first blow. Because it seemed like it seem like they're really trying to get the hill heat on Red Dragon. And Young Bucks right now are kind of like almost in between it a little bit. Because I feel like I'm starting to see more babyface stuff from them lately. Um, So I think definitely Red Dragon has to take that first blow. So this way, Young Bucks start getting cheered again.
0: Yeah, it's just only a matter of time when um, Kenny Omega comes back and we get that uh, Elite versus Adam Cohen, the Red Dragon, and we can finally get that first uh, Trios championship. That's the way I see it. 100%.
1: I think that's the only way to do it. Uh, now that you, the last time you talked, you said the trios championship, and now I am starting to see a lot of more of these three-man teams pop up. So, yeah, I think the trios, oh my God, you know I just thought about? What yeah. if, uh, I think his name is Shane, Shane Strickland now, right? Swerve? Hmm. Uh, Swerve Scott, what if, what if they put him with top flight? Wouldn't that be crazy for put it just, just so they can have a trios team?
0: I mean, he expected he expected the debut uh, after uh, at the Revolution next week. So that's what because uh, he said he's supposed to come uh, in the first week of March. So that could be a possibility.
1: Wouldn't that be crazy? Them three guys together in one team. I yeah. mean, dude, that would be that would be wild.
0: Yeah, that 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 could be a possibility. But um, um, after the match, uh, Chris Jericho was backstage. Saying the wrestling world was bugging, buzzing after his promo segment with Eddie Kingston last week, he wants Kingston to look in deep inside himself to see if he's really that guy. If Kingston beats him, he will shake his hand and he will give uh, uh, he will have Jericho's undying respect. But if he loses, he'll tell Kingston to G F Y. If you don't know what that means, that's go. It means go F yourself. <laughs> And then Santana Ortiz walked up, continuously giving Jericho the fist bump, and then Jericho asked, are we good? But he didn't receive no answer. So where do you see Santana Ortiz lie in the Jericho and and Kingston match? How do you see that's going to play out?
1: I think they're going to be with Kingston, you know? I think that's just a kind of a swerve. I think they're going to be with Kingston. You know, um, I think Inner Circle is done. I think Hagar is trying to, you know, kind of work more on his MMA. Sammy has the TNT title. The TNT title is not on the line at Revolution. So I think it's safe to say he's going to hold on to it on Rampage. Um, so everyone has their thing. And I think it's time for uh, Santana Ortiz to go for the belt for themselves.
0: Well, mm, uh, we'll see how that goes. Um as CM Punk uh, was in the ring. This is one of the greatest promo segments in modern history, uh, no doubt as it is, but um Punk said he woke up this morning and asked himself, am I the bad guy? And he talks about what, what MJ said last uh, last week. Um Punk had a young photo with with Steve Austin that he left uh, when he left wrestling. Pond did lash out a word. He see MJF done terrible things like attack uh, Dean Malenko and assault Brian Pillman and D- Darby Allin's uncle. It's not Spong's fault that MJF is this way. It's nothing that he can say will change things, but he needs MJF to come out here. MJF comes out and didn't say anything. Pon say he used to be that guy referring to his past angle that he would evolve like Paul bears urn and Jeff Hardy's addiction. But he talked. Uh, this is about the kid at home who looks at the MJF just like he looked up to Punk. He asked himself, Are you the good guy? He answered, I'm sure I'm trying. Punk extended his hand to MJF, but MJF pushed aside and went for a hug. Punk hesitated, but he eventually returned the hug. As they separated, stare at each other. And before you know it, MJF kicked Punk between the legs and hit the heat sinker. Bruh, like I said, I told you what this was a trick. You can't trust that motherfucker, man. Get, get, get that shit out of the well, yeah,
1: trick I know because of this show. Uh, <laughs> uh,
0: bruh, you know how I feel about MJF. Like, like, don't get me wrong. Man. Don't get me wrong. He's a great wrestler, but um, he just a freaking prick. That's all I say. But was um, great,
1: right? All right, so yeah. I got an interesting story about this segment. Like, oh, wait, you want to want to finish saying what happened?
0: Yeah, um, Warlow and Sean Spears emerged. So and with the dynamite, uh, Diamond ring and the Dog Collar Chain, mjl punched Punk with the rain, busting him open. Oh my God! They even, met, they even put out graphic warning, uh, when they uploaded on YouTube graphic warning, just that, that y'all know because oh. Punk was bleeding bad. Uh, FTR came out to run an interference on uh, AEW security. Sean Spears tied the dog collar around Punk's neck, and MJF grabbed the mic. You stupid, you stupid old man. I am a snake. MJF said that this Sunday Revolution, he's the devil himself. MJF hung Spears by the neck over the top rope and then finally uh, Darby Allen, Sting, and Sammy Guevara ran out and forced the pinnacle uh, to run scared.
1: So, my interesting story about this. First off, promo was great for both guys. This reminded me of some classic wrestling stuff and like the just the MJF whole hug thing and it just made everyone feel awkward for a moment. It was such not his character. We all know who MJF is. Now, here's the interesting story. So last night I picked up my nephew from the airport. He flew in from Detroit. He doesn't watch wrestling. He doesn't watch a this is the first dynamite that he ever watched from beginning to end. He had no idea who MJF was. Doesn't have any clue of all the past that, all the past horrible things this, this guy has said. So my nephew was sitting there watching it. He was, he thought CM Punk was the bad guy. You know, he thought CM Punk was being kind of a douche to MJF until MJF showed his true colors. And we all know MJF is a piece of crap. Uh, But it was great that even for that one moment, my nephew was like, oh, he felt bad for MJF because he had no idea who he was. And then when everything else with with the way it went and CM Punk is there bleeding now, now he hates MJF. So it just shows that, man, great wrestling storytelling is great wrestling storytelling and that it can hit if you do it right. And, man, they did it right.
0: Yeah, that, like I said, this was a great uh, uh, promo segment. Now you could definitely kind of kind of seen that. Um, well, with this promo alone, you could kind of hit that CM Punk might win this match, and then we could probably uh, get a probably get a probably get a rubber match. But uh, even though um, MJF beat um, Punk in, in Chicago twice, I don't know if you count one, uh, but he did beat him twice in Chicago. So. I think Punk might win this one. And then we're probably going to get a rubber match soon down the road.
1: Man, I, I don't know if I can take more of these guys, man. They're taking it to the next level.
0: But um, yeah, well, we'll see how that goes. And um, but uh, but but that's my prediction. I think Punk might win this match.
1: Yeah, I think for sure, because now punk really has a lot to of- prove. Like now, he like, man, you suckered me in, you got me, now I just gotta lay it in. So the thing I really liked about this was just the fact that, uh, and how I explained it to my nephew, I said, like, man, just imagine if the Joker was hugging Batman right now. And I was like, that's pretty much how it is. Like, you know, MJF is trying to take this character to different levels. Um, and doing things is a little different. Oh, how great was it when he took his shirt off and he had the picture uh, on his shirt and then wiped the blood across it? Ah, dude, I'm like, man, this is just great wrestling storytelling. Uh, CM Paul, man, he was bleeding like a stuffed pig. Like, um, you don't get the chance to see that on other like other shows on TV. We don't talk about the E on this show, but you don't get the chance to see stories like that on the E. And these type of stories remind me of like. Terry Funk and, you know, Cactus Jack and those kind of like storytellers. So that's why I really like when they go to these levels. With yeah.
0: So, yeah, they, they did put out a graphic warning when they put that on YouTube. But it was, uh, Blood was squirting every day. He, he even squirt on the camera. Oh my God. But, uh, <laughs> but, uh but, but, but yeah, uh, I love it. Yeah. But going on to that, uh, Keith Lee was backstage. With Tony Savani before he can even speak, Ricky starts and powerhouse Hobb interrupted. Star said he'll see him soon. And um, Lee retaliated. Oh, I will be there on Friday on Rampage. He actually said,
1: I will be there. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. So um going to we have a tag team match with Thunder Rosa and Mercedes Martinez versus Dr. Brickbreaker DMD and Jamie Hayter. Um that they, they started out with a broad at the beginning. But um, uh, Marcin Mar- Martinez uh, took out Jamie Hayter and Rebel, and then Rosa hit the fire thunder on drive on, on Bricker out of nowhere and pinned the champion.
1: Uh, this match felt a little off to me. I don't know if anyone else saw it. I feel like um, Thunder Rosa wasn't really in her element last night. I felt like there was something off with the match. I'm not sure what. Um, but, I mean, when they got done with the match, I just remember saying, like, well, at least they got through it because something just felt a little off about last night's, uh, last night's performance.
0: Yeah, but I think uh, their match at Revolution is going to be well, way better because uh, you're not going to have Marcel Martinez. You're not going to have Jamie Hayter there. So it's better for, for them too, to to have their showcase there on Revolution yeah. without, and everything else. I think. True, true, true. Yeah, it's gonna be better. So, so and I, and I think it's time for Thunder Rosa to win that championship.
1: And then, yeah, I think I think I think you're right. I think it is our time to kind of be the champ. Maybe nerves to get to her. Oh yeah. And then backstage,
0: uh, my my home girl, Ty Conti was interviewed backstage for upcoming TBS Championship match. But J, but Jay Cargill, or should I say Jay Berg? Showed up and, and um, they have a little confrontation before their match of revolution.
1: So, are you uh, your team Conte to win the to win the TBS championship? If it's not her, then I would say to, uh, Serena D
0: and to my other choice.
1: So, wow, how dare you think Cargill is the best TBS champion we ever had. <laughs> Definitely, I think Jade is gonna keep it on this one. I think uh Ty Conte is ready uh for the belt. Uh, I think I think Jade is doing a good job, even with the you know, criticism she get and with her being green. Um, and then just her matches, I think still she is uh doing a good job with the belt, making sure that it's you know, some, some eyes are getting on it.
0: Oh yeah, and then um, uh, what else? Yeah, that uh, Chris Leonard and later Hirsch got a um a video promo. Uh, this was pretty good. Um, some of you don't see, but uh, we'll get to uh, that that story in a second. But um, yeah, yeah. Hold on one sec. Right.
2: All right. You ready? And then I make a right. Okay. So um, uh, after that promo, we have a Warlow match, another squash match uh, as it was. Went for the three, pop off uh, Symphony as it is. And then um, after the match, Sean Spears was going to do a chair shot, but uh, Warlow stopped that. We had a confrontation. And before you know it, and, uh, it it's, uh, it's coming. Uh, uh, before you know it. That Warlow is gonna be uh, is gonna get his um, shot on Spears, and then before you know it, on MJF as well. Yeah, that
1: that was interesting, but man, what happened after that match in the promo? That was even more interesting. Uh, uh,
2: well, we'll we'll get to that, and uh, we'll get to that in a second. But um, uh, just a rundown on everything that's coming up soon. Um, uh, uh, especially our, our, our Rampage coming up. We have the, the Triple Threat uh, TNT Championship match with Sammy Guevara, Darby Alley, and Andrade. And Keith Lee's going to be in action. We have Serenity 5-Minute Challenge. And then we have the final Face of the Revolution qualifying match with Christian Cage versus Ethan Page. And then uh, again, going down all on the Revolution card, you already know what it is, so it's going to be a long card. And then after that, we have a House of Black video aired. So we'll skip to that. And then um, so MJF, Warlow, and Sean Spears were backstage. MJF says he'll let Warlow keep the TNT championship if he wins, but not like he's going to win anyway. And Warlow for- practically said, uh, oh, because you always need me to help you win your battles. And M- so MJF straight up slapped uh, War- Warlow and threatened to fire him and put his family on the street.
1: So I think what I see coming with this one that Tony Khan is going to give Wardlow an official contract or something like that, where he doesn't have to rely on MJF. And then MJF is going to get his uh, ass whooped by Wardlow. But uh, like I, I told uh,
2: like I told y'all before, it's coming. I told y'all it's coming. It's coming. It's just a matter sure. of when. But um and then uh, the main event of the night was the uh, with the trios match between Adam Cole and the Red Dragon, who already competed twice tonight, uh, in the Battle Royale. No, no, Red Red Dragon. Uh, they they didn't compete because they was already in. Man, we we got to saw them help um the unbut. Um, uh, excuse me on that. But um they faced uh, uh hey May Adam Page against the two members of the Dark Order, John Silver and Alice Roran. R- R- this was a uh, um you already know this match with this about the, the two atoms as you already know as it is, but um, there was a parade of bit moves happening in the final moments with Cole hitting the Urnagi on silver, and Paige leveling Cole with the lariat, Reyes tapped in, but ran into the superkick before the boom, gave Cole for the win, and then after the match, the heel beat down the, the babyfaces, but Paige fought off everyone and set up the buckshot on Cole, but Fish uh, kicked out of the page, uh, kick out of the page uh, ankle, and Cole beat him down. Red Dragon then duct taped Paige onto the rope and forced him to watch as they hit Silver with a long, with a high long, and Reyes and Panama Sunrise. Cole kicked, uh, uh, Super Kid Paige and whacked him with the belt to close the show.
1: Well, this is a great match, great way to lead into um, Revolution. Um, I'm not sure if Adam Adam Cole is gonna win it from Paige. It doesn't feel like it's that time. Um and usually with AEW, sometimes you can kind of feel when it's that time. Not sure it's that time yet. Oh uh, oh, so so wait, you're saying Cole's gonna win? You're saying- I'm saying Paige is gonna win.
2: Oh, I about to say, because I heard Cole for a second. I heard Cole for a second.
1: Yeah, I was I was saying I'm not sure if is this this is Adam Cole's time to get the belt.
2: Yeah, like I said before, because um, they, they, they had to wait. Don't worry, folks. Adam Cole's going to be champion. Don't worry. But right now, I think they just setting up, like I said before, the Elite versus Cole and the Red Dragons. And that's what they're setting up for.
1: So and he's the BTE champion, so there you
2: go. Yeah, there he is. And uh, like I said before, uh, they're setting that up, and I do expect that to happen at double or nothing. That's my prediction.
1: Yep, yep, yep. I feel like that'd be a good space for it. Um, but yeah, Paige just got the belt, so it's not time for him to say goodbye to it yet. Man. I'm still enjoying his uh, his reign.
2: And another question. What do you see Jay White coming in?
1: Where do you see Jay White? I don't know. Jay White might be Ring of Honor bowl, Yeah, <laughs> yeah I agree. Uh, you know, I'm not too, match. I'm not, I'm not too familiar with Jay Jay White work. I watched yeah. him in Japan, so uh, I watched the match. You know, with N Page, he looked pretty good, but I gotta get to know him.
2: So yeah, this is gonna be very interesting. The card is looking good, and um, uh, we we're gonna have our predictions on the uh, Respect the Combat page. So expect to see our predictions there on the on the Facebook page. On the Respect the Combat podcast, so expect to have our uh, predictions there for the for the rest of the card. Um, this is going to be very interesting. Like I said before, on the Revolution weekend, you have the Red Page on Friday, the live music concert on Saturday, and then the Rage Re- Revolution pay per view on Sunday. Look like
1: it's going to be a good weekend for AEW and. Uh... Yeah, I'm gonna be having a little watch party at my crib, but I'm sure we're gonna be doing a review show that mon- uh, that Monday um, for Revolution.
2: Oh yeah. So uh, anything else before we wrap up?
1: No man. I think match of the night is gonna be that CM Punk and uh, MJF match. That's what I think mm-hmm. is gonna be uh, match of the night. That collar match like is gonna be something. Oh yeah. And uh, if in case
2: y'all didn't know, if y'all didn't know. The, uh, the world title match is going to be the main event. So um, that's all y'all need to know there. But um, we'll that the way you see how everything else is going to come into order. But other than that, he's Leland and I'm Trico, and we're signing off.
1: Peace.